Good evening, everybody. I welcome you to another Nashville by Night, Episode 3. Dark Shows on the Lonely Road. It's been a while since the Coterie has uh, graced Twitch. And if this is your first time, let me introduce each and every one of them. First, our gangrel, Braun Caval. Did you intentionally pronounce it wrong? <laughs> I pronounce it wrong every time. And I was just like, is it Caval? Caval. We have our Ventru, Percival Ward. Hi, everyone. How's it going tonight? Hope you're doing well. Our uh, Toreador, Evelyn Bardot. Hello. And uh, the little snake, Bethany Manchester of the Ministry. It's actually pronounced... <laughs> no. Hello, everyone. Welcome. So, if you guys... Uh, if you guys would like, I, I do... You want to know what's going on in between episodes. <laughs> if you guys want to know what's going on in between episodes. Uh, I do implore you to join the uh, the Nashville by Night Discord. There's a lot that happens there. Uh, some of the stuff leads to plots going on currently. Some misdirects. Some... Groundwork for the future. But I am your humble storyteller this evening. And to catch everybody up on what has happened since we last met. The Coterie had uh, pulled up over in Percival's compound. There was a state of emergency in Nashville... They received new mobile devices or SIM cards. There was a very disturbing message sent to all of the phones. Would one of the Coterie like to uh, read that for, uh, for the audience? I assume not. You didn't give us a warning on this, so I have to <laughs> scroll. <laughs> to be fair, my 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 warning was different than the others. Yes, so. yes, it was. Yeah. yeah, mine said, you know, hello, I'm a prince exiled from my lands, and I would like your help in getting some money out of my accounts. <laughs> please, please send five thousand vitae to. Yeah, I'm joking. Oh wait, nope, that's not it. I thought I had it, but it was not. Uh, I'm getting all this stuff from... There it is. Okay. Um, good evening. You do not know me, but what I have to say is quite important. You are being deceived. There are cracks in the foundation of your security. Cracks which may be quickly exploited. Nonetheless, I give the warning. 
Stay away from him unless you want you'd want the final death. Good evening, Madam Julia or Julia. I don't. I don't. Julia. Yeah. Julia. Because <laughs> she's pretentious AF. It's spelled Julia. Of course. Yeah. Kabbalah but it's pronounced Kabbalah. Julia. <laughs> now Percival received a different Only message. <laughs> Only a child would pronounce it Julia. So Percival got a different message, and that message was... Did you think for a moment I had forgotten, my child? Do you think you are safe? Good use of the kind, by the way, manipulating them to throw them off your scent, while you hide in your concrete castle. But I digress. You know my love of sport, so I'll tell you. I am coming to your little city and bringing my blood hunt with me. How long can you hold out? How long can you hide? Au revoir. Madam Yulia. So, between that and the fact that uh, there was... This happened, like, right after the last episode. A body was dropped uh, at the compound with a, uh, with a mobile device. And uh, that mobile device uh, brought... A new contact. Uh, the contact is uh, currently unnamed. But the person that's been in contact with them is none other than uh, Evelyn Bardot. There has been a lot that's happened between those two. A lot. Little discoveries, such as people are missing. Who's missing? Lydia's missing. Charlotte's missing. This contact has, or should I say, had both of them. They wanted to broker a piece of set uh, of sorts. A way to... Make sure the city of Nashville did not fall into the hands of the of the Second Inquisition, nor of the Camarilla. See, for them, they've never been keen on the Camarilla. They've never been keen on their methods, and more so now in these nights. The nights in which those of her clan are basically shackled. They cannot use their... Uh, their oblivion. They cannot be their true selves. They have to bow to these Camarilla masters, so to speak. Sometimes having to provide a elder as sacrifice to join that little club. It's something that this person finds quite distasteful. This person has gone through great lengths to try to keep them secure, claiming they're more valuable than others give them credit. She has knowledge of certain people, certain affiliations, that 
may be disastrous if uncovered, especially uncovered by the Camarilla. Because not all of them, not everybody has been saints throughout, our, throughout these nights. And with the Sabbat, a memory, they're still there, but a memory, a shadow of what they once were. Many of these kindred have sought refuge amongst the Anarchs and amongst the Camarilla. Knowing that the location of the compound was no longer safe, they were provided a few safe houses, should I say. One of which was a abandoned air park. A more permanent haven was in the works. However, the other night, it was burnt to the ground. Lydia and Charlotte had been helping with this new haven. Charlotte came back hysterical. She would not say what happened to Lydia, but Lydia was not with her when they returned. Earlier this, this night, there have been messages back and forth from this unknown person to, uh, to the Coterie, specifically Evelyn. And they're arranging a meeting. And that is where we will begin this evening. Inside the abandoned air park, they've been holed up for well over a week. Though it's been a little bit freer for them to get sustenance. One of the last messages sent dealt with uh, an organization moving into town. A cover of uh, Yulia. That was a few nights back. Then there was the update on the haven set ablaze, the abandoned home. And this mysterious person has decided to throw out some breadcrumbs, so to speak, as they've been digging into other organizations that have an interest in Nashville. Their true intentions unknown. Not only these organizations, Pentex, Fraser Foundation, but also this unknown person. They've been nothing but cordial to the Coterie. 
nothing but cordial. And when asked for what they want in return, all they speak is things you cannot provide currently. Nashville free of the Camarilla and Damien in an ashtray. But they're keeping an eye on the situation. As things go forth, So where would the Coterie like to begin? Some of the last messages sent, um, quite interesting. Against my better judgment, I'll have my assistant arrange a meeting for us within the coming nights. I have sent Charlotte away for her own safety. Only her and I know where. Anyone may be compromised at this point, so I ask you to trust no one. So where should this meeting take place? The return message was not sure. And our mysterious caller responded with, I can come to you. Where are you all, where are you all at right now? Artemis replied, I hadn't told you yet where we've been. No. I don't know. I do know you left the compound, though. Without the location, we couldn't possibly meet tonight. Let us rectify this. Artemis responds, I assume you've heard of the, the air park in town. Of course, this person knows of the place. They provided it to them. And that is where they wait. <laughs> oh, the, <laughs> the internal struggle amongst the coterie right now is terrific. So out of curiosity, why exactly are we waiting around here at this decrepit building? Well, it's arguably safer than your place, and it's bigger. I mean, this is true, it is safer than the compound but at the same time i'm wondering what exactly it is we're waiting for nothing has been explained to 
any of us since we arrived. And Artemis over here has been on and off of that mobile phone quite frequently over the last week. A mobile phone? Listen to you and your outdated terminology. <sighs> We're waiting for someone. I don't know who, but someone. Lovely. Exactly what a guy with trust issues likes hearing. I kind of have to agree with Bron on this. We don't know who we're waiting for then. Nope. Well, that can't possibly go wrong now, can it? I'll just pop on over to my flock and wait, the last time someone unexpected showed up there. I mean, worst case scenario, we all die, but I have faith that we'll be okay. I don't like that being the worst case. I don't like that being any case. You're free to leave. We are still safer together, so let's just wait and see who this mysterious benefactor is. You hear the sound of a vehicle pulling up. A large vehicle. I'm going to safely assume that might be the person we're waiting for. Hopefully. Assumptions are never safe. I would check. You have a phone. I just hope it's not... my... mother. I'm dearly hoping it's not someone wearing a, a tacky jacket with alphabet soup on their back. <laughs> that would be very bad for us. Braun is gonna go, um, to, like, so this is a, an airport type thing, so sometimes, like, near windows or whatever, there's those posts. Mm hmm um, so he's going to go over to one that's by the windows and kind of use that for cover uh, to, like, try and not be seen too easily um, and, like, look through the window and see if he can see who who has pulled up type thing. All right. I I'm going to text our mystery person to see if they have indeed arrived. So, Braun's looking out the window? Yes. 
Okay, so what you see is a food truck. Okay. And I can't see, like, any humanoids around the food truck? Nobody's gotten out or anything? Nobody's gotten out, uh, but you do see uh, the silhouette of a driver. Okay. Hmm. And Artemis, your text goes unanswered. Oh, fantastic. Do you want me to go out and look to see who it might be? Yes, please. Put yourself out where they can easily get to you. Very smart. Well, I'm pretty sure if I don't come back, you all can probably run. Yay. Just... Look, Watch it's a, Caden for me, please. It's a, it's a food truck. Did she say anything? Did your mystery person say anything about food trucks? Anything like that? Nope. Great. That seems like it would be something that they would mention if it was something we we're supposed to be on the lookout for. So why don't we all stay inside and just watch? From inside the building, you hear the clicking of heels. I guess we won't have to wait long now, will we? That could mean just about anything. Just means that they're like heels. But nobody has moved from that food truck. Oh, I'm okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go investigate the source of the heel walking. Whoever it is, maybe he's just a really smart dresser. At least have your gun on you. I do. I do. Relax. Bron is gonna pull out his knife and with uh, Dewin follow. Uh, not like super close behind, but like, because he thinks it's stupid. <laughs> it goes dead quiet again. No more sounds of, of the heels on the, uh, on the ground. For a moment or two. And now they come from a different direction. Yep, okay. Don't like that. Percy's going to get his back to a wall and pull his firearm out so that he's got eyes on all the entrances to the room that they're in. It's a very interesting trick you can do coming in from one way and then suddenly coming in from another way. You're going to have to teach me how you do that. I'm quite curious. Um, quick question. For, or, well, two quick questions. Yes. Uh, first... Um, my feral whispers ability is that only for is or is that for all animals or is that for that is for all animals yes that is for all animals okay second question are there any animal are there any animals within the area like rats or anything like that no you guys have kind of cleaned okay. that area out in the uh, last couple of days rats and heels. <laughs> 
No, I was I was gonna have an animal check it out that isn't my familiar. <sighs> I'm I'm gonna pop since the unseen. All right. Bethany actually is standing casual, not moving to you know any like back to the wall position, and is more or less looking unconcerned. So Percy has back against the wall. Is Eyes everybody on all entrances? Is with, everybody with out. is everybody in the same room? I think I've actually left the room and Braun started following me. Okay. Oh, if you okay, I was gonna I was gonna say um, it, it's then. me and Bethany okay. in in one room and then yes. them in a hall somewhere else. Like I'm assuming just outside of the room. Okay. So if she's just outside of the room, he's probably like right at the doorway or entryway or whatever to so that he so that Braun would have eyes on both uh that he would have eyes on um Artemis, but then be able to pretty quickly turn around and um well, actually, you said it came from the other direction. So by other direction, do you mean like behind Braun and Artemis? So it started um, It started from what seemed like down a, a corridor. Mm-hmm. And now it's coming from an, a room further away from that. Like, that's closer to you. Kind of like somebody hopped from... They, like, it's kind of like they te- teleported from one area to another. But it's still down that corridor area. Sort of. It's just closer to us, or... It's closer to you, yes. Right, okay. But it's not, like, coming from a complete different direction. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then, yes, he would be he would be looking towards... Evelyn slash Artemis. Um, I don't know what name to call you. Uh, I mean, by I this point... Might- by this but point, me, you should have just started yeah. calling her Artemis. I don't think he's ever called her Artemis, but in any case, um, looking that direction, and uh, but you know, not still technically within the room with Bethany and Percy. Okay. That was a very long way to say that. Uh, can I get? Percy to give me a wits awareness roll. One success. Okay. You feel an arm go around your neck and push you forward. And you hear the heels right behind you as you are pushed forward. Can we hear the heels too? Yes. Uh, Bron would probably spin into that direction to spin to that direction to face 
where he hears the heels from. You see a woman clad in a kind of a, a, a black salsa dress. Black hair. Kind of tanned skin. It does look very sickly. Lips painted uh, like red, red. Like you look at you like, fuck, that's red. And she just kind of smirks as she holds Percy there. Uh, most likely, how far away am I? Uh, say like 30 feet. Okay. Um. Bethany would be about 20-ish feet away. Bethany is, still looks unconcerned. <laughs> Neat trick. How'd you get behind me with my back to, to the wall? Also, how about letting go? about putting down your gun are you our mysterious benefactor because that might depend on the answer to that mysterious yes benefactor i haven't been able to really provide you with anything have i so i've not benefacted anything i mean we're here you provided us the location so See? Percy will put his gun away. And uh, this woman uh, removes her arm from his throat. Braun is going to be kind of looking at her suspiciously, but like, try not to look, so trying not to look so tense. <laughs> He did not put away his knife. His knife is. <laughs> I, I, I will. I will point that. It's not like in an attack, like ready to to stab or slice or anything like that. But it's still in his hand. Bethany never took hers out. <laughs> Bethany was un unfazed by everything. You see, when I give instruction to not trust anyone. And then decide to play a game where I ask where you guys are, knowing full well where you are, and you willingly give it up? Wait, we gave it up? Well, whoever I was speaking to was. Bron's going to look right at look Artemis. <laughs> Artemis.
Well, if someone else wants the phone that was left by the dead guy initially, they are actually welcome to it. It's a shame that I had to leave so many breadcrumbs for you guys, though. Really is. Our first body that I leave for you, you bury right away. The second one, it takes a little coaxing for you to start finding out little details. Like, I don't know, maybe the bodies I'm leaving you are second inquisition. I mean, to be fair, I think you'd be a bit suspicious if bodies just started turning up on your doorstep, too. No. Then again... Uh, make you actually search them? Then again, I'm also the one that usually leaves the bodies. Yeah, some of us aren't really, you know, accustomed to having dead kind on our doorstep. Hmm. You all must be very new to this. Or had very sheltered lives. Well, Bronze got a snort at that. All of, we're all of us knowing this except Percy. He's apparently been at this for a very long time. So blame him. Hmm. I mean, 30 years isn't that long, Bethany. It's quite short in the uh, scope of things, actually. But in 30 years, you would know what I was, how I did what I did, and you wouldn't be asking dumb questions. Especially if you spent 30 years here in Nashville. Tended to keep to myself. Only went out when I needed to uh, grab a bite to eat. Uh, and that is mostly because the Sabbat had this land. That is true. It also has a, a, a big thing to do with the fact that uh, my, my embracer, Yulia, likes to hunt down those that she's abandoned. That she does. Her viciousness would have been very nice in the Sabbat many, many years ago. But too ambitious. Too ventrue. Always up to their own devices. So yes, I kept to myself to not draw too much attention from her and her blood hunt. But after being asked by Damien to start on this investigation, she has caught wind of my activities and has come looking. 
you see Yulia, she is, um, she has her hands in many pies. She knows a lot that goes on. She's orchestrated more. But, she only plays jihad. You do know what that is, right? It's not too new of a concept for you? <sighs> she plays the vampiric political game. She's not very good at it, but she tries. I mean, she embraced me, and then as soon as the newly embraced blood hunger was done, dumped me in a Sabbat city, and left me for dead to my own devices. So no, I don't really know much. I tried to stay alive by keeping as far away from other kindred as I could. See this here? This is all trust issues. Each and every one of you trust issues. The little snake over there understands. I see it in her eyes. He let someone inside is the quickest way to be ambushed without the benefit of armor. You would have done well. You would have done very well. But these are different nights. We have a common enemy. We have a city that is festering with, uh, with, with hunters. We have the Camarilla doing their Camarilla things. And all in all, we need each other to, to secure this land. What has your friend told you about me? Nothing. Not a peep. I mean, we know you're somewhat chatty apparently, but that's about it. Yep. Well, I have my assistant do all the texting. It's uh, kind of problematic for me to 
operate any electronic devices. Out of curiosity, Teller, would Percy know about the La Sombra? Yes. Ah, so... A La Sombra, then. See. Very well. I can understand why you would have your assistant do the texting, then. Yeah. It also explains why I don't show up on cameras as well. The blurriness from the security feed by the gate. Mm-hmm. Right. The blurriness in the traffic cams when it took out those those hoodlums that attacked the little snake's uh, flock. Sorry, I wasn't quicker on that. That makes two of us, but thank you. I have always been taught you must inspire loyalty. I mean, you can always go the way of the Valdry and uh, make those loyal to you. But it's not as strong. It's a, it's a strong bond. But it is not as strong as true loyalty. And that is why I tried to do that for you. That is why I park. I have my assistant park that food truck at front. Just in case. There are some snacks in the back for you as well. Feeding on animals and not giving you enough sustenance, I take it. So I suppose then you could say you've been on a blood drive. <laughs> See? See? Is... The one I picked out for you, specifically, Chica, is uh, very... Very personal to you. It might be somebody that helped in the, uh, the assault on your flock. I would not rob you of such vengeance. That is very interesting news, yes. Very interesting indeed. I'm looking forward to making their acquaintance. Oh, absolutely. One of them back there has a GPA of 4.5. 4.0, I don't know. I didn't go to college. But it's a high GPA. One of you are bound to 
enjoy their their delicious uh, vitae. Good. Finally, some actual sustenance. I'm sick of nearly losing everything that I put down. Mm. And our wolf here. Definitely, definitely not too picky of an eater. Not, re not really, no. Okay. I figured I would take care of the, the pickier one. Well, the, the pickiest, and then kind of just flavor in some little things here and there. Somebody who needs the death. Maybe somebody that needs death from you. And somebody who's really horned up and expected to Expected to have a good time, but it's not going to happen. But those are just little gifts. As I discussed with, uh, with your friend, Nashville is not safe. And I cannot risk any of you right now. You are far too important to accidentally meet the final death. I had sent four locations to your friend. Taldega, Jackson, Mississippi, Atlanta, Georgia, Charleston, South Carolina. The furthest is about an eight-hour drive. Give or take. Depends on how fast you drive. It depends how much traffic you get. So, have you decided? Also, perhaps you just want to know more of me. This is fine too. Not everybody all at once. Sorry, I am checking something. Um, so at the, the mention of having 
been told locations, Brock mm-hmm. is going to turn and look at Evelyn again. Um, and um, uh, trying to think of how to word things. I apologize. Um. <clears throat> I mean, you could do it in English or Welsh, apparently. <laughs> we just go to Clan Virepulfin with Gogerquin, Robochantis, and Leo Go Go Go. We haven't really had a chance to talk about different locations. And this is said just looking right at Evelyn. I'm sorry, I've been a little bit absent minded lately. But then he is going to turn back to um, mi- Mysterious Stranger. Salsa Lady, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Does she taste like salsa? Can I lick her? I mean, you could, you could try. <laughs> uh,. Um, that derailed my brain completely. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, crime and Nelly, yeah. Um, at least the name would be nice. Something we can call, uh, call you by, whether it's your actual name or not. For now. You may refer to me as Miss Vargas. To be fair, I never actually got a name, so I wouldn't have been able to share that with you guys anyways. So, yeah. Wasn't asking you for that. So basically, we have the choice between four different locations. It all depends on how far away from Nashville we want to get. My vote would be the farthest away we can possibly get for the time being. Second, dude. Oh, he want to know why we should trust you. Especially since you've, you yourself have said not to trust anyone. Why should we count on you to get us anywhere? How do we know you're not um, looking to take us for your own? I am not taking you anywhere. I have just found locations that are safer than this cesspool. All right, well, my vote is either for going to Atlanta or to Jackson. Either one is fine with me. Should should I give you a little history on those cities? A little bit? It might be helpful, yes. Okay. So... There hasn't been much vampiric influence in Jackson or uh, or Talladega. Though, back in 1999, 
the Camarilla fell in Charleston. And they haven't been able to reclaim it. And Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta. Wonderful Sabat City. But seeing how the Sabbat is gone, for the most part, I still have contacts there. And I can put one or two in the other cities if I need to. But those are the safest places right now. So what about the rest of you? I already cast my vote. Bronn's the only one that hasn't actually uh, suggested a location. Don't want to be here. I'll say that. So unsure you don't actually care where we go. Uh, no. But, again, why are we trusting? Do we actually have any other choice at this point? I mean, we could leave the state on our own. That we could, but we also risk more by doing so. Not only that, but we are, at present, safer together than on our own. And having somebody that has the capability of throwing people off our scent, as it were, seems the safest option that we have. She's done it once. I'm sure she'd be able to do it again. I'm not questioning ability. I'm questioning why we should trust her. I'm right here. And I asked you why we should trust you. You didn't really answer. You just said that you weren't taking us. That is fair. As for trusting me, I mean, let's, let's be real. Let's be real right now. If you knew more about me, you would absolutely question why I'm helping you. Absolutely question it. I think some of us already are. Yeah, but that's just the tip of the iceberg. And you've already met one of my agents in this city, Alberto. 
that we did, yes. So, why would I help you? To say it's not for personal reasons would be an understatement. It is. There are personal reasons for this, and, you know, I've expressed some of those in messages. I'm going to lay my cards on the table. I don't trust you, I don't trust many people, it's nothing personal, but right now, I'm seeing a distinct lack of other options. Yeah, you're not wrong. You, you see, you foolhardily trusted somebody to get everybody together for this investigation, which... Let's, let's just assume not the best person to have an investigation started, given his history. But nonetheless, he aspires to lowly heights. He did so... Back with the Sabbat as well. But I've already discussed with, with your friend how that turned out. And we kept him on our radar. We should have. I personally would have killed him then, but I was told let him go. Let him do his thing. We'll keep an eye on him. Then... Then there was the week of nightmares, and things got weird. Like, really weird. So, kinda have... We, we kinda have an issue. The issue is, and she points over at Evelyn, her sire, he is the issue. I would do nothing more. I, I would give everything to see him in an ashtray. He was ambitious back then. He's even more ambitious now. So that being said, why should you trust me? Besides the fact that you have no other options? Besides the fact that you have Yulia coming to this city? Besides the fact that you have the Second Inquisition, First Light, Society of Leopold all coming in, clearing out kindred havens, covering it up with drug busts, house fires, 
all of that. But I get it. No one trusts the boogeyman. Again, it's not you. I don't trust very many people at all. And I get that. In unlife, you learn not to trust many people. Because everybody has their motives. I mean, you surely do. She does. The Ventra, of course, has motives. Oh, and... I have the most pure motive a Ventru can have. Ah, you want your name on a wall, is it? No. I want Yulia's head. On that wall with your name on it? <laughs> if that's what it takes, yes. Leave it to a man in power to bring everything down to getting head. Yes. I don't want power. I don't care about power. I just want her dead. Oh. For what she has done to me, and those that she embraced before me, she deserves her true death. I... I don't fault you on that. She does. I don't fault you on that at all. What I do fault is your ambitions. Because there's more to it. Than just wanting her head on a on a on a wall, as you put it. I know this. You know this. Ventru desire to lead. At least <laughs> all the Ventru that I've slain, anyway. I mean, met. I, I, I confuse words. Right now, I only have three objectives. One is to rebuild all that I've lost. Two is the destruction of whoever caused that loss in the first place. And three is to survive long enough to see those first two happen. That is it. Uh, you'll have your opportunity. 
You will. But I warn you, don't get, don't go too strong on him. He has a tendency to piss himself. Of course, he did that uncontrollably when he watched me choke the life out of his friends with shadows. But... But you'll have your chance to get your answers. You won't be too pleased with them, of course. I've not been pleased with anything for many, many nights now. Yes. The problem, the biggest problem, is... You are pawns. You are all pawns. Each and every one of you, pawns. Pawns not only you, you may claim Anarch, but you are still pawns to the Antediluvians, to your sires. You're still pawns. You're pawns to the jihad, you are pawns to all of it. And if the Sabbat still had a presence, if they hadn't abandoned their mission, and in my eyes, violated the Code of Milan. I would show each, of, each and every one of you your place within that organization. But they foolhardily broke that code to go on their Gehenna crusade all for personal gain not for the best of the Sabbat and that is why I walked away from them That is why I am independent. That is why I cannot let my clanmates go to the wretched Camarilla and watch them sacrifice everything. That is why I cannot let the Camarilla take over the city. This is why I help. This is why I need him in an ashtray. He brings a lot of attention to this city. More than he even intended to. He 
has this little murder plot going on. I saw through it. He tried to pin it on me and my old pack as a form of revenge. Not expecting me or any of my old pack to show up. But we did. He then uses gangbangers to start eliminating eliminating those which you hold dear. And I'm not sure if this means anything to anybody. But Wes got very lucky in Orlando. He got very lucky. If I hadn't had agents still loyal to me, it would have been an entirely different story. So you ask, why trust me? Because I'm giving you every reason to. I'm laying all of my cards out. I would much rather be in Miami. Enjoying a nice little salsa club. Enjoying my unlife. Not having to worry about the politics. Or the responsibilities I once had. But no. What is he saying? Every time I try to leave, they pull me back in? Something along those lines, yeah. I try to have as normal of an unlife as I can. I just want to kick back, do a little dancing. But no. I get summoned to this cesspool. I have a mess that is being thrown onto my lap. That I had nothing to do with. And now. I have four kindred. And two... To familiars, I guess. Three. Okay. Just, just. Astat is uh, wandering around somewhere. Yes, but you, you do not. You, you are the cat's familiar. This, this is the way this you goes. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> I, I won't even try to deny it. That's. Yes. That is very true. Bastet is very much her own. Yup. So. Is there anything else. You need to know. So we can get over this little. Trust issue. Shit. Honestly at this point. 
I need someone to trust. Someone that is as unfond of what's been transpiring as of late as I am. So, for me, you have my trust, and I hope to earn yours as well. When I said I don't trust many people, I don't trust them until I get to know them. You've told us a great deal about yourself. I'm willing to place my fate in your hands, and that is at least a form of trust. For me, trust is earned, not given. You've done much on that point tonight, and I thank you. I mean, again, you yourself have said not to trust anyone. That being said, you... Uh, I'm willing to listen. Good. Good. And take your advice in mind. That's as far as it'll go. That's fine. So, all that being said, I am fine-ish with using one of your locations, possibly. I'll go where the rest of these go. Uh, there was a buzz from... Artemis is, uh, from Evelyn's, uh, device. I believe Evelyn is, uh, away from the keyboard. At the yeah, moment. she, she is still not back yet. She is getting food. Ha. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair. So that'll that'll just sit there for a minute. <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> it'll just sit there. Um, because I just sent a message through the uh, NPC phones chat. Welcome to intermission. <laughs> nah, this isn't intermission yet. Uh, we're getting yeah. we're getting there though. Considering you will take my words into consideration speaks volumes for everything you've been through. Is she talking to the group as a whole? Just curious. Talking to you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> not creepy much, right? No, no, totally not. Yep. Hmm. Awkward. And exactly how do you know about all that? Well, I have agents all over the place, and getting information about you is not the easiest thing. It's a lot of rumor and innuendo and 
speculation on what who you are but one thing was constant and that was that you didn't have how do I say this without coming off too strong and exposing my hand to everybody. Sure. You didn't have the best start of your second life. Because you trusted. Brun kind of gives a, a bit of a nod. Thought so. You see, one beautiful thing of being, I mean, say former, you can say X, but uh, if, if the term would mean nothing to you anyway. Being so young, not really dealing with the Sabbat or their hierarchy or anything like that. But let's just say my position was not a low one. So I had many contacts. I'm I'm pretty sure your La Sombra friend, um or not La Sombra, um what's what's the Ugly one again. Nosferatu. I'm sorry. I'm I. For all listening, I am new to vampire. <laughs> uh your Nosferatu friend said you were the right hand of the Sabbat later. Basically, one of one of them. I will have to speak to him about speaking out of turn. Because that was more info than he should have given. She looks visibly perturbed. Oops. <laughs> My bad. Sorry, dude. But yeah, there there was a term for us. We uh, Prisky, uh, Priscus was was my official rank, but there was many of us. We're known as the Prisky. And we basically served as an advisor to the regent. So there's that. So in doing so, you, you meet a lot of people, you make a lot of contacts, you get a lot of information, so on and so forth. So, when I need information, I just know which thumbs to break to get it. Or is it screws to turn? Same difference. Are we talking literally or figuratively here? Yes. 
also um a message came through something about ff has something compound something oh had the compound Bryce and his fucking issues with his goddamn autocorrect. That son of a bitch. That it messages. Remember how I was discussing an organization I was looking into? A uh, Fraser Foundation? I'll tell you yes, that, you might have mentioned something about that. Well, I will tell you that the FF in that does not stand for Fantastic Four. Care to elaborate a little bit further? Because I think some of us here aren't really privy to what you're talking about. So, Fraser Foundation, very secretive, bunch the philanthropists, and so on and so forth. They've popped up over the years. Um, during my, my research of areas and kindred dealings and, and things of that nature, and it just so happens... That they, I believe, I believe that they are either one of two things. One, they're a front for the Camarilla. Or two, they're a front for the Second Inquisition. Now, the Second Inquisition has... Hasn't been around as long. Yes, the Society of Leopold's been around for a while, dealing with the Vatican, and so on and so forth. But, even that being the case, they have not been really a cohesive group for up until recently. Up until they... <laughs> Infiltrated the uh, Treknet and then took care of the Tremere base, uh, Tremere Chantry in, in Vienna. <sighs> but every now and then, the Fraser Foundation, their name pops up. They're very quiet about what they do. What I can tell you is they were if officially founded in... I think it was 1995? So they've been around a good while. But they seem to pop up in cities where there is Camarilla interests as well. So, if I put two and two together, it sounds Ventrue to me. 
I think that means, to me anyway, that the Ventru, who are part of the Fraser Foundation, have co-opted the Yor former compound, and uh, it, is, it is now theirs. So anything you left there, they, will, they can and will use against you. So. Lovely. So none of us have havens to come back to. Great. So just so I have this straight, the the compound that was formerly owned by Ventru is now owned by the Ventru. Good to know. Yeah. Guess it's a good thing I know how to get rid of my own traces. Especially when it comes to electronic traces. Oh, I'm good at getting rid of electronic traces as well. I don't doubt that. But no, before we left, I bricked everything data-wise within my compound. As painful as it was to do. Neodymium magnets are a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. So now this leaves us at an impasse. We, we have Damien on one side. We have uh, uh, your ventral friend over in, in, in your former compound. Yulia won't find anything there. She doesn't have to. There's one thing I will give that woman credit for. She knows how to play the long game. Apparently that is true. 30 years. She's also good at setting people to meet certain people. Electronics dealers, people to get phones from... Yeah, I may have, once that info hit me, I may have done a little digging. And Bryce was able to find out that, uh, your, your contact had been, you weren't their only client. <laughs> you also weren't the one that fed them, so to speak. Yep. I kind of figured that's what happened. So, what course of action shall we proceed on next? I suppose that all depends on how far away we want to get away from here. Well, whatever the choice is, you got about... Nine hours till sunrise. I am staying in Nashville to see how this shakes out. 
I will have Bryce keep in contact with you the entire time. I will also have him set up some contacts for you to uh, gain a safe haven from. Can't have you staying at the Motel 6, after all. Wouldn't want housekeeping to come in and open the windows? That's never fun. It reminds me of a thing I used to do. I had... <laughs> I had this... This, <laughs> this thin blood, right? Lucky little bastard. I mean, yes, he's triply fucked because he's, he's fucking thin blood. But he could walk out in the sun. So I would have him buddy up with new kindred. <laughs> and go out sunbathing. Just, just so he could see how stupid they really were. It was hilarious. I always got a giggle out of it. Of course, I always only saw footage of it, but... Oh, it was terrific. But that, you, you don't think that's funny? I think that's hilarious. I mean, I suppose everybody has their own form of entertainment. It does weed out the government. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> you know, in the, in, the, in the Sabbat, what we do is... I mean, you, you've, you've heard the term shovel heads, right? I believe so, yes. Okay. So, they, the shovel heads are what we would call the, the fake sabbat. Uh, if they survive a week, then we let them be real sabbat. <laughs> Most of them don't survive a week. And it's because they're either too self-destructive or too gullible and it's just so much fun to watch them watch them just be their own undoing. It is terrific. <sighs> Do any of you sit well, I obviously have to be further away from from a screen, but every now and then Bryce will go on to his, his computer and he pulls up sunrises so I can watch them, because I do miss that. Do, do you guys miss seeing sunrises? I think we all do. Okay. At one point or another in our on life, miss the first rays of sun coming over the mountains. Yes. I miss sunsets more, I find. With, every, with you, everything sets, doesn't it? And it, she kind of gives her finger guns, like, aha. Oh, you. <laughs> I'm sorry, are we talking, talking to part Sinea? You know, it's going to be a thing uh, now, right? 
as it sits, we need to regroup, figure out what we're going to do, hopefully be a little bit more well-informed when people contact us about things, and figure out a way to rectify all the wrong that is going on within this city. I mean, if you want the phone that keeps in contact with Miss Vargas here, by all means, you are welcome to have it. Ron's going to open his mouth and then shut it again. Because he doesn't, the thing that he wants to say immediately, he's not going to say in front of. Yeah. But, I mean, it looked like he was about to, to, to spring a comment and then he, he, stopped himself <laughs> no speak your mind you it looked like you had something to say oh well, it's nothing against you it's just something i probably keep for private company mm. i can understand that Well, so far we have two votes of going to Charleston, one vote for two other places, and another vote for it doesn't really matter. Because Bronze indifferent. So, I'm going to maybe safely assume we're probably going to go to Charleston. Like I said earlier. Wherever you all go, I'm coming along. Well, there are a good bit of woods around Charleston. I vote Charleston. There's also a good bit of woods around Jackson. How many colleges are in Charleston? Not many. Are we talking public or private? Either. There aren't many. There's a good bit in the area. Some good feeding there are less than a dozen. Well. It's more than Jackson. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, Atlanta is going to have your, your, going to have more. But... Atlanta has nearly two dozen. And Jackson, surprisingly, actually has more than Charleston does. Hmm. Interesting. I suppose we could go with the uh, <clears throat> Piggy Ventru and uh, go that way. Yes, well, if we go down to Jackson, if we go down to Jackson, we are six hours away, which is far, but not too far. We have plenty of nightfall left to get there. So, that's why my vote is down towards Jackson or going to Atlanta, a big city where 
all of us can potentially be all right. Well, I suppose if it works for you, I guess it'll have to work for me. We are standing together after all, so... Six hours away is better than nothing. So what, we make a decision, we hop into the food truck, we go on our merry way, is that it? You make a decision, then you hop into the food truck, get yourself your, your tasty meal. Then you uh, you get into your little car that Liefeld left you, and uh, you, you go to your destination. You did bring that vehicle with you. Right? I did, yes. Okay. You had me worried there for a minute. Because I was afraid that I was going to have to go and uh, have the four of you drive a food truck <laughs> to wherever you were going and have Bryce carry me back. No. No. I made sure that we had the vehicle that Liefeld left with us. So that's that, then. You have your plan. I have things to get into motion for you. Your hot meals are waiting for you. I, I do... would prefer if you went one at a time. Or you got a little takeout, if you know what I mean. Take them out of the back, bring them in here, eat, and then... Uh, be on your way. It freaks them. Who will we be meeting in Jackson? See, that is what I will have to get arranged. Very well. But I will say that this fiery redhead may just happen to have called it her current home. I see. Of course, she's still a bit hysterical after what she witnessed. She won't tell me what happened. Maybe you can get any some information out of her. She and I have rapport, yes. So until the next time... We speak. Buenas noches. And uh, she walks into a shadow, vanishing. Well, that would explain how they got around fairly everywhere. So who's going for their snack first? I'll offer to go last because I want to take my time just a tad. Alright then, I suppose I will go first. 
And I think this is a good point uh, for us to take a intermission. Uh, thank you guys for, for hanging out with us. You guys have been great so far. Uh, we'll be back in about 10, maybe 15 minutes. Uh, so we could stretch, rehydrate, so on and so forth. But we will be back with uh, some more Nashville by Night momentarily. Thank you, everybody. For I've just been talking. I've been muted. Um, thank you, everybody, for um, sticking with us while we took that break. Uh, got rehydrated, stretched, and the like. Let's get back into Nashville by night. As we left the coterie, <laughs> big oops. As we left, the Coterie was uh, going one by one to the uh, back of the food truck to uh, have their meal. As we return... There is but one left. And Bethany has yet to be fed. As she approaches the back of the food truck, the door is open, ready. Uh, there is one moving body, bound, blindfolded, and gagged. He wears army fatigue, like gray army fatigues, combat boots, and a, uh, white tank top style undershirt. Bethany leans in, slowly runs a finger down his cheek and says, I do love it when my food comes wrapped and prepared. <laughs> then she leans in very close to his ear, and says, I want you to know those women that were gunned down in those compounds. That was my luck. <laughs> he pisses himself. You're going to have to get it under control in the nights we're going to have to uh, between us. You see, I've decided this is a meal I'm going to take on the road. We are going to get to know each other so well. I may even let I may even let you keep your limbs. Limbs contain a lot of blood, especially the legs. You're going to tell me so much. It's not going to get you freedom. But let's just say I might decide not to take out my aggressions quite as often if you're forthcoming. She then leans in 
gently scrapes his neck with just the tips of her teeth. <laughs> and then feeds. He grows silent as uh, as you feed from him. Just enough to say not enough to do any serious damage. She's serious about taking this meal with her. Mm. So as uh, Bethany withdraws from her uh, to-go meal. How uh, how does she want to proceed now? Because the, the person has... They're not dead, but they've lost consciousness. They have a car. Car has a trunk. So she's going to go back in the others and say, I'm not the strongest kindred, I agree. Would someone mind helping me get him into the trunk? Sure, I'll help. I appreciate that. She conveniently leaves out his current state, but heads back into where he is. So, uh, uh, I'll take the top, you take the bottom, and we'll carry him not terribly gracefully to the, what is it? The boot or the bonnet? Ah, uh, the boot. Mm. Oh, that's right. So she grabs a hold of his ankles and helps haul him out of there. gonna scoop my arms under the guy's armpits and like lift him up as best as I can to help Bethany get him to the trunk of the car. I'm imagining now these are the two physically weakest of the coterie, which is just kind of funny. Yeah, my, my question is, what are your guys' strength aspects? Just curious here. I think mine's out of one. Uh, yeah, Bethany's is one. Okay. <laughs> All right. So part so of little, yeah. part of me was gonna have you roll. <laughs> then it just made it too funny. So yeah. So yeah. So he's now in the uh, the trunk of the car. Which after Bethany will then shut on him after some comedy. Yeah, <laughs> A little comedy of errors. Well, while the other two watch, apparently. It is not Bronn's fault that Evelyn volunteered. Just saying. <laughs> but yes, he, he is watching with like an eyebrow raised, his arms crossed, and just slightly smirking. Percy walked away.
I can hear the ellipses. Hmm? Oh, well, I'm, I I'm, I can I'm, hear I'm, the ellipses. I'm, I'm doing <laughs> stuff on my end. So... I mean, you guys, you guys do you. I get this situated. Because you guys are going to Jackson, right? Yeah. Okay. That was the agreement, yes. Because it's six hours away from Nashville. Gives us a, a little bit of leeway. Yeah, I don't need walking direct. Are you sure? Yeah, so it's six hours, 20 minutes away from your current location. Yep. Um, is... Go on. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. How much uh, night do we have left? Uh, you have about nine hours. Eight okay, or nine. and then my question... My question was, uh, is Miss Vargas and her assistant gone? Oh, no, no the, the assistant wouldn't be gone because the food truck is there in it. Yeah, the assistant's in the food truck behind the, uh, behind the driver's, the, the driver's side, the steering wheel. That's right. I couldn't think of words. Words but, are hard. Yes. Words are hard. <laughs> yes, yes, they are. The turny circle. The turny circle, yes. <laughs> yes. The, Bryce is behind the tourney circle. Jesus. I have absolutely no words. Well, you apparently walked away, too, so... But what are the girls doing after... Dropping, uh, the dude in the boot. Just, because Bron is just, ha was just watching it, so I'm just, I don't want to. Bethany heads back to and says, you, it's alright, we got it, no need to worry, no need to rush to our defense. Thank you so very much. Greatly appreciate it. For the record, she volunteered. I thought I'd be nice and help out. And I greatly appreciate it. And honestly, I also appreciate not being thought of as weak simply for my gender. Just merely weak for not having worked out enough in life, apparently. Okay. But I will be perfectly honest. When you have people willing to cater to you hand and foot, it's very hard to be motivated to exercise. I mean, you took the catering with you this time. But anyway, so now uh, bodies in the trunk. Everybody's getting ready for their voyage, right? 
I assume that uh, Braun is getting uh, Dowin into the uh, into the back properly, unless he wants Dowin to sit up in shotgun next to, <laughs> next to Percy. Because I, mean, I think as that'd hilarious be hilarious as that would be. As hilarious as that would be, um, he doesn't want to be squished that close necessarily with people. Of course, the wolf is pro the wolf is actually probably bigger than yeah. Um, I think I think Bron's just gonna wait and see what else, like if anyone, because he's he's got his he pretty much never puts his backpack down, so he's got his backpack on him. He's he's ready to leave as soon as everyone else. Is. So, I mean, to be fair, it's less weird for the wolf to lay across multiple people's laps than it is for a person. Oh, I was I was assuming that Dowin would be sitting in the front seat. Yeah, that would be the the comedy of it. Thing. Yeah, the comedy. Um, I don't remember what kind of vehicle it is. It is a '99 Toyota Camry. Okay. It is okay. a four door. I've been able to fit six or seven people into it, um, not comfortably, but. Does yeah. the dog have a cell phone now? Can it play Navigator? No. Darn it. <laughs> yeah. The trunk's not going to be too comfortable either on a, a Camry, but meh. Now, you can fit two bodies in there easy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it would probably keep the bound and gag dude warm if there was a puppy body back there. Yeah, but would you want to put a puppy body the back there? The dog is not going in the trunk. Oh, fair. Besides, we also have a yeah. tiny corgi to consider as well. Besides, he has are his own. Are you going to put your work. corgi in? And are you going to put now. your uh, corgi in the back, in the trunk? Ballin, go. Bethany is not volunteering for the front seat. She's actually going to see who claims it. I suppose I could sit up front with Caden next to Percy. Right, so like I said, Bron's cool with whatever, so. Bethany will get in the backseat with Bron. And Dowin. Cool. Yeah, and Dowin. And possibly Bastet? Question mark? Bastet sits wherever the hell Bastet wants. <laughs> because Bastet is a cat. Yup. Yup. Yeah, Bastet can pick between the wool, the back with the wolf, or the front with a corgi. Does Bastet like dogs? The answer to that is not really, so probably in the back with the wolf. So now that seating arrangements have been discussed and such, uh, I, which one of you are going behind the tourney wheel, the tourney circle? That would be Percy. <laughs> 
since everyone else pretty much took a separate seat from the driver's seat. Yeah, fair. <laughs> you were trying to give me my, my driving joke, weren't you? Yeah, I was. I, I thank you. But it's already passed because Percy's already been the main driver. <laughs> eh. Attorney circle, though. Attorney circle on the wrong side of the car or car on the wrong side of the street. So uh, you, you guys are going to depart now towards uh, your new destination? Yes. Okay. And who's who's sh sitting shotgun? That would be me and Caden. Okay. So the unwritten rules of the road state that as being in shotgun, you are the navigator and thus get to control the radio. So, so uh, what are what you annoying? Does, what music does everyone want to listen to on the way there? Unfortunately, geographic constraints limit us greatly, and oh hell, anything I suppose at this point, it's all going to be equally dreadful. No Welsh singers. I don't care. Percy, any preference? No, no preference. Well, rock music it is. So as the the coterie. <laughs> so as the coterie takes off with uh, the radio on the local rock station. For now, anyway. They proceed into the night. Heading down. Uh. Heading down uh, towards Interstate 24 uh, to connect with uh, 46B. To continue their trek onto uh, I-40. They notice that the music is really, it's not even like good rock music. It's what's dubbed as rock music, but it all it is is like top 40, like pop rock. The entire time they're on I-40. Several hours pass. What were you going to say? 
Um, uh, <laughs> Bron was going to say, well, now that we're not in mixed company, can we talk about that phone thing of yours? Because I distinctly remember every time you showed it, did show us something, you then asked for the phone back. I mean, if you want to keep it so you can interact with Miss Vargas, you're more than welcome to it. I don't particularly care who has it, but whoever does needs to talk to us. And tell us things. I will agree on two fronts. One, I don't particularly care who has it as long as it's not me. I've never cared much for telephones, personally. I had people for that. Secondly, I would like some more communication, but this is not something we worked out. It's understandable. It slipped through the cracks. What about you, Percy? Any, any, uh, you want the phone? Honestly, I don't care who has it either, as long as communication is set up between all of us letting everyone know what's going on via the communications of miss vargas fine i'll be more open about what's been said and that's all we ask thank you see that was simple So, now that you guys have talked about the phone, it buzzes again. This seems like an excellent time to put that into practice, doesn't it? Um, take, uh, exit 269, avoid Memphis. So now you look for exit 269. There is no exit 269. What mile marker are we at? There is. Just curious. Uh, uh, you do. Like right now, you're on Isaac Hayes Memorial Highway. Um, you currently are just passing, uh, Hatchie National Wildlife Refuge. Uh, so you're not even to Willis yet. Oh, okay. But, like, I don't, I don't, what, what mile marker? Because that's what the exit numbers are based off of. <laughs> trying to find out oh, okay gotcha yeah mm-hmm. sorry i made the i made the thing complicated you, you did 
be fair, the text that wasn't clear made it complicated, so... Right now. <laughs> Thank you, Google. Uh, what the text meant to say is Interstate 269. Not, that's why I was like, there's no exit. 69. Instructions unclear. <laughs> Some other fuck up. Yeah, because I'm going down so, that highway, right? So Interstate 269? Interstate 269. Go down Interstate 269 and avoid Memphis. Should be Arlington. Right around there. Where you'll uh, turn off. You know, like a lot of truck stations. Um, but yeah, so you guys uh, receive that message to avoid Memphis. And you're not even going to question why you're avoiding Memphis. To be fair, Bethany is fine with avoiding Memphis just to avoid Memphis, so... Yeah, I mean, yeah, same. Fine, I'll, t I'll text back what's in Memphis. Just for some little flavor here, uh, at some point during the trip, Bron has pulled out knitting needles and yarn and is knitting. Bethany gives a sidelong glance but says nothing. You wouldn't happen to have a canvas, art brushes, and um, paints back there, would you? No. Don't exactly fit in the backpack well. <sighs> okay, so right now you're passing exit 47. Still got a... Uh... Good little while Apparently there's a hunter convention going on in Memphis. Well then. Yeah, let's stay away from there. To be fair, there's a Memphis going on in Memphis. I'm fine with avoiding it. So another message comes through. Hit the pilot. What pilot? Uh, take exit 42, I guess. All right. That should Pilot's be coming out. 
you do see uh, signs for the, for what's coming up on that exit. So, including a gas station called Pilot. For anyone that doesn't know that gas station branch. Nope. There are more travel centers, but yes. You can get gas at them. They are a what? gas station. They are more travel centers because they're set yeah. up in such such a way that they usually have like food and other things besides just gas. Okay. I mean, gas at Taco Bell. I wouldn't call it a gas station. Fair. So the pilot is a travel center and they want us to stop there? It's not like we need refreshments. We probably need petrol. Or maybe there's a contact there that we're supposed to be meeting. Just a thought. Not like any of us need to use a little boys or girls room either. Are you here pounding on the back of the trunk? We may have to pull over for a moment, however. Think there's a hose out back? We can, you know, hose them off. Here, I'm just going to ignore the next text that got sent. Got Sorry, I didn't hear the ping saying that there was a thing for me to read. Badoop. <laughs> Doo -doo -doo. Talk to the clerk and say this is Ruddy Mysterious. Ruddy Mysterious? Ruddy Mysterious? Kind of uh, fine. I guess I'll go talk to the clerk, since I'm the one with the phone. Uh, so you guys pull off of, uh, you take exit 42, make it to the, uh, to the light, you make a left, uh, make your way towards that pilot travel center, uh, considering the vehicle hasn't been refueled, you stop at the pumps. Uh, there is not much going on there. There's a few, um, just a couple cars in the parking lot. There is also uh, a few trucks parked as well, but nothing major. Uh, question, how long have we been on the road for? You have been on the road for... Just...
Uh, just reorder this so I can find out. Uh, you've been on the road for about three hours. Okay. Um, Bron is... Uh, I really want to follow him in, but uh, Bron is first going to take um, at least Dewin over to like a patch of grass or something because Dewin is a living creature and probably does need to take care of business. Well, the wolf's room. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna hand um, the <clears throat> leash over, the Cadence leash over to uh, to Braun. Alright, and I'm taking both of them. Um, <laughs> keeping an eye, is, is trying to keep an eye on the, at least the door and kind of as best as possible watch after Evelyn as she goes in to talk to the clerk. But I, I don't know as far as logistics how well that's going to work, but yeah, that's that's what's going on. So given that Bethany is the only one not actually with a task right now, fueling, going inside, you know, taking dogs for piddles, um, she is going to go open the trunk just a bit, lean down, and say, oh, I have two pieces of advice for you. Remain silent or remain silent permanently. Your choice. <laughs> and then she shuts the trunk and gets back inside. <laughs> so my question is, how are you guys getting gas right now? Oh, fuck, that's right. Do we have any money? <laughs> I mean, Bethany doesn't have, have a dime, so. Percy has money on him. Percy always keeps at least $300 in his wallet. Convenient. Don't get mugged. Thanks for letting the storyteller know that your character always has money on them. <sighs> yeah. I mean, he's a Ventru. Yeah, fair. <laughs> it's not, not that uncommon for a Ventru. True, but at the same time, you can't just pay at the pump either, so. No. So he's going in and paying. So are we walking in together, then? The answer was most likely yes. So it sounds like both of us are walking in to said gas station. You first so you can pay, then I'll talk to the clerk. Sounds good to me, I guess. Good evening. Welcome to Pilot Travel Center. Open 24 hours. What can I get you? Can I get 40 on pump 3? Alright. Cash or card? Cash. Alright. 40 bucks. Percy pays $40. Okay. Hmm? You need a receipt? No, thank you. Alright, you're good. You're on. Wait, what? <laughs> was that an out of out of character? No, no, thing? that was me channeling used to working in a gas station and having to deal with people. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They're just, just standing like, there. It's like you need a receipt. 
But you're on. It's like <laughs> I thought you were giving me a cue. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, it, it, it's literally a leave now. <laughs> yeah, it's a polite leave now. Your pump is on. I don't feel like reauthorizing it later. Uh, Question: Is this one of the ones that has a uh, cheaper cash price? Just curious. No. Dang. So uh, this is ruddy mysterious. We'll pump you on. Three. I just authorized three. I don't know what to do. Okay, look, I didn't know what meant to happen, and he had money. So! <laughs> I mean, let me just be real with you for a minute here. I got a phone call from somebody saying... And if somebody came in and said, it came up to the counter and said, that's ruddy mysterious, to find out what pump they're on and authorize it. That's all. So I don't know what the deal is. I'm just doing what I'm told. I mean, it's a shit job. Uh, stuck here in the middle of the night. Not real any human contact other than, uh, I mean, some of the prostitutes that walk the lot and try to sleep with the truckers. But, um, yeah, I mean, can I get you anything else, or? Uh, no, I think that'll be it. Have a good night. You, you too. You're fucking weird. Yeah, but, so are you. I, mean, I only work in a gas station in the middle of the night. You're coming to a gas station in the middle of the night, so... Potato, potato. <laughs> I'm just gonna go back to the car with what little dignity I have left and sit in the front seat. After the dogs have taken care of their business, Bron's gonna get back in the car. So, did we get information, or...? No, there was just a code for us to basically get free gas. Which Percy paid for right before I said things, so... Oh, that's delicious. So I'm just going to cuddle my dog and ignore what happened and pray that we get to our destination quickly and safely. Badoop. Badoop. Bron is uh, definitely snickering. 
I just apparently can't get it, the mic to pick it up. Bethany is actually waiting with a bit of anticipation for Percy to get back in the car. Uh, the vehicle should be uh, filled at this point with the $40 of gas. What, what grade were you using in there, by the way? Just curious. 87 octane. Okay, so you'll have to go in to get some change. <laughs> Should be about 36 and a half bucks. You're not wrong. Oh. <laughs> Percy will go get his change. <sighs> what can I get you? Didn't take the full 40. Which pump? Pump three. All right. Okay, 478 is your change. Have a good one. Have a good rest of your night. I won't. Percy will head back out to the car. So, when he gets in the car, uh, Bethany like kind of leans forward against the back of the seat uh, in front of her and says, "So, how much did that run?" It was uh, about thirty-six bucks. Hmm. Um, Artemis, how much should it have run? Just out of curiosity. I assume Artemis is extremely embarrassed right now. I, I didn't know who Ballin was talking to. I'm sorry. <laughs> or which character he was directing Bethany to talk to. So I'm assuming that was me. Yep. And I was waiting for Nubis to mute himself. Yeah. So I could maybe, I don't know what's going on anymore. Uh... Look, it's not like I knew that they were going to speak in code and, like, pay for the gas. I thought it was going to be, oh, somebody had information or something, not, oh, all of our stuff is fucking prepaid for. So it's come, so free. Oh, good to know. Bethany then, you know, leans back and uh, just looks out the window with indifference as she was doing the entire ride down. Can, can we be on our way now, please? So without any further objections, I, I assume that you get back onto 40, proceed to uh, drive towards... Uh, where it's 269 right past Arlington 
Yep. You gotta do one of those stupid clovers to get onto uh, Winford Dunn Parkway for uh, 269. Then proceed for uh, south. Um, the radio now is staticky because you're kind of in the vicinity of, Na of uh, Memphis. I'm just going to start flipping through the channels to listen for anything that sounds even remotely decent. Uh, there's a news report uh, talking about rioting and um, in Memphis. Uh, and how it is being quelled by uh, SWAT currently. So, best to avoid that. Now you change the knob again. Uh, the Turn next, the knob. The next station... Just... You tune it in, goes, and this is why so many children have gone missing over these last few months. Without a trace. Nothing. Okay, apparently it's the depressing radio hour, and I click the knob again. Uh, then you get the pretenders uh, playing. So you actually have music then. You know what? This is fine. I'm just going to leave it at this. You shortly realize that it's a radio station that plays remixes of what should be amazing uh, music, but turns them into like these weird abominations of like retro-y, techno-y, 80s tune. It is weird. Uh, fine, click. Just turn it off? <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna turn it off. So as you, uh, as you progress, more and more down, uh, 26, uh, two, uh, 269 stake. Looking at something else. Uh, as you progress more and more down, uh, 269, you, uh, cross into Mississippi. Well, actually, what is it? 269 connects. Yeah, so you're now in uh, Mississippi. It is nothing but basically woods. Sadness. 
as you uh, drive down this uh, dark road. Well, this looks precisely what I expected. So you make a left onto uh, 302, and then make a right onto Paints uh, Road, passing a church and a little food mart, both currently closed. And in the distance, you see a roadblock. Uh, now what? Okay, does it look like a police roadblock? Like... You yes. know, it's like a, a traffic stop for, like, drinking or whatever? Yes. Okay. How many officers are there? Uh, there are... Four cars, eight officers. Shit. Are, we're still on a highway, or are we? Uh, well, you had to turn off onto a uh, onto a road to connect to the next highway. Okay, so we're so we're uh, uh, on a back road. We're not in Jack. Uh... You're in Mississippi, right? We're in Mississippi, yes, but we're not near. No, no. Okay, our final destination. So probably want to avoid that. Anybody got any alternate routes to Jackson? Or is this the only way? I mean, you just can turn off on the Slade Road. And then have the GPS thingy get you back to where you're supposed to be. I assume. To, to be fair, Bron, a lot of these old roads out here go out into the middle of nowhere and end. So the closest road for you to turn off to is right past that road. We're going through the roadblock, then, aren't we? Don't particularly think that's wise. Is there any way to get back onto the highway and keep going, and then eventually turn off? No. 
No, not without losing like an hour of time. Also, doing a U-turn when you see a police roadblock. Not a good idea. No. Have you made it sufficiently clear to your guest, Bethany, that they need to be quiet? I imparted upon him that if he did not remain silent, I would render him silent for all time. Right. All right. Through the roadblock it is. So as you approach the roadblock, there's one car ahead of you. They um, wave them through, wave you up towards the uh, roadblock. I'll pull up slowly. While we were waiting, Braun made sure that he was buckled in. <laughs> Just so uh, that they don't have any reason. <laughs> the officer uh, puts his flashlight right in your face. And it takes a quick look in the car, sees the wolf sitting there, and is like, what the fuck? Uh, it's his pet. And he points to Bronn. The, the wolf does have a collar, as established in episode one. Yeah. With tags. License and reg. I'll hand him my license and the registration to the vehicle. There is no registration. Alright. In that case, fun. It seems I've misplaced where I put the registration for the vehicle. Trying to be funny with me, boy? And at this point, I'm going to use Mesmerize. Okay. It's... Three successes. Okay, uh, so he is uh, Mesmerized. Wave us through. Nothing is wrong here. Y'all good. Lamb through. And he kind of just Keep waves going. his flashlight towards the roadblock. Yep. Just gonna drive through. So the rest of the ride is rather uneventful. As you proceed down Kintz uh, Road, well, you eventually hit City of Victoria, turn onto 78, heading eastbound. That merges with 22. But you stay on 78. 
as that forks off. Proceed to take seven down. Eventually, you uh, connect back up with 55, and from there, it's essentially a straight shot. Right into, uh, right past uh, Bookstand, Madison, Ridgeland, right into Jackson. Are we there yet? I don't know, Artemis. You're the navigator. Well, I haven't gotten much as to where exactly in Jackson we're going. Maybe text Miss Vargas's assistant? I have. They've seemed remarkably... Competent and helpful thus far. I'm sure it's any moment now. Alternately, we just find some woods. I don't particularly care for sleeping in the dirt. Better than sleeping in the sun. Not better than sleeping in doors, perhaps, like a um, hotel, motel, house, whatever. I mean, true, but if we don't get an answer, we've at least got a backup. Apparently we're going to the Mississippi Museum of Art? Works for me. Directions? Why do I feel like that was your idea and nothing in the text said that? Look, if I can entrance, just fucking pick me up and, like, fucking put me in a box or something. At this point, I don't care. All right, Gennis, what's with the mood? It's been a very long night. I mean, yeah, but you've had it since earlier. With the whole snapping about the phone. You've been extremely snappish tonight. So, is it just... Nerves? Is it, you're not- you're just not acting like you normally do. I'm not fond of being a mediator for information, is all. But and the said... address is 380 South Lamar Street. The uh, phone starts to ring. 
I suppose I'll answer. Hello? Hello. How, how, are, how are you guys doing? Are you uh, making it all the way to uh, your destination that I sent you? Yes. All right, awesome. So my name is Bryce. Uh, kind of new at this. It's uh, not understand the whole world of, of things that are going on. Uh, if you want, put me on speakerphone so everybody can hear this. I, I uh, pull the phone back from my ear and push the speakerphone button. Right, am I on speaker now? Yes, you are. Go on ahead. All right, cool. Awesome. Anyway, name's Bryce. Um, I'm new at this, uh, Miss Vargas, uh, great boss, really good at what she does. Anyway, so she's leveraged some of her contacts to give you guys access to the Mississippi Museum of Art. It is the state's largest art museum and gallery. It's got cafes, outdoor gardens, performance stages, the whole nine. It's terrific. So I'm told I've never been. But anyway, you guys are going to be holed up there for, uh, maybe a couple nights uh so just yeah uh from there i'll be in touch with what's going on i'm just kind of relaying this stuff i don't understand what she's got against phones but she's just like call them let them know all the other stuff because yeah i mean it's the personal assistant life what can i say um so do you guys have any questions or concerns or whatnot no, but I think I can clear up your uh, your uh, misconception on the what she has against phones. Well, she's... It's not what it's not what she has against them. It's what they have against her. Oh, gotcha. She's probably accidentally sent a few too many Snapchats. Gotcha. Anyway, none of my concern. So, um, so yeah, um money situation you guys probably don't have a lot hence why we i was told to go and send that message to you and so on and so forth but uh we will be arranging some kind of uh, cash for you guys obviously credit cards and all the other stuff is a little out of the picture right now because uh not to say you guys are in hiding but you guys are kind of in hiding um i get that you know i've, I've worked with with high, you know, high risk clients before, it's fine, it happens. So I'm not opposed to this. I have enough cash to get us through probably today and tomorrow. I have about 260 cash on me. Okay, cool, awesome. So we'll arrange something. Uh, we'll have you put on the payroll as a retainer, that kind of thing. You know, so there's some kind of trail to fake names, so on and so forth. We're all good. We're all great, right? Nobody's going to be the wiser. Uh, anyway, uh, there is a few things you do need to know about uh, Mississippi. Uh, so there's not much... She keeps saying that there's not much of a presence in, um, in Jackson. I mean, there's people there. So I don't know what she's at, what she's getting at, but... Whatever. Um, she said to... Work colleagues. Work colleagues. That makes sense. She doesn't have many work colleagues there. That sounds terrific. Um, she did... Uh, she did say that 
there were going to be some people coming into town to kind of help you out. Some people you may have met already. Um, there's supposed to be a Miss Weber uh, showing up in uh, within the next day or two to uh, help you get acclimated there. Uh, apparently, she's some kind of preacher. So I don't know what she needs our services for, but whatever. I'm fine with it. Any money is good money. Uh, so she'll be coming into town. Also, uh, this really eccentric bloke uh, named uh, Liefeld. Fucking weird guy with like tons of pouches. I don't understand it, but you know what? To each their own. I mean, if that's what he wants, how he wants to live his life, fine. I ain't gonna question it. Maybe he's... Maybe he's former military. Who knows? Um, it, it's it's a it's a form of OCD. Huh. Makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, anyway, uh, he's supposed to be swinging by uh, within the next week or two. Uh, we are trying to work on his arrangements as well. Uh, she has been having me move a lot of people out of Nashville in a hurry. So uh, so yeah, there's that. Just letting you know, but uh, but yeah. So we'll get everything situated. Uh, we will uh, if we we have to. I'd prefer not to do uh, uh, dead drops, but if that's what it takes, we'll end up doing that. Uh, we could also do Western Union. Uh, Western Union's always an option if you guys. Want. I mean, yeah, well, it's it's a way to get you money, you know. Um, but yeah, that's there's a lot of different options for you and. Um, but yeah, where you're going to be, it's going to be awesome. Uh, there's a wine bar and bistro, like right down, like not that far from the uh, from from the museum itself. You'll have a great time there. Um, fire department, because apparently things around everyone fucking like to catch fire. Uh, so it's good to know that's there. Uh, Talamara uh, Hall is music venue, like right next door. Um, Mispel Courts right there. If you guys get into trouble, you got my number. I'll get it squared away. Uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, you guys need to know anything. I think that about covers it, Bryce. Thank you. Awesome. Terrific. Uh, I'll be in touch and you guys, uh, have a safe one and, uh, should probably get off the road if you haven't already because... It's getting, like, super late. You guys must be fucking exhausted. I know I'm exhausted, but I've also had about 12 Red Bulls, so I'm good. I'm good to continue on this right now. So, if you need anything, uh, yeah, you could just uh, shoot a text. You could call. It, either way, it's fine. Great. All right. Uh, we good? We good? I'll talk to you guys later. And he hangs up. He's an eccentric one. Bethany just drops her head back against the headrest of her seat. I think he had one too many energy drinks. I do not think energy drinks are his primary problem, to be perfectly frank. Alright, to the museum we go. Find a place to hunker down. While we wait. All right, and as you guys pull into uh, pulled onto uh, South Lamar, 
and you pull into the parking lot of the museum, uh, you see a lone rent-a-cop, basically, sitting in his, uh, in his little pickup, just reading a thing, reading, just reading like a newspaper. It's yesterday's paper, so it really doesn't mean shit, because they haven't put out today's paper yet. You have about two hours until sunrise. So, do we just walk in through the front door, or...? Uh, I imagine there's an employee entrance somewhere. That also might have actually been something to ask during the teleconference here. To be fair, with how much he was going on, I didn't want to wait that long. Should we text him back asking? I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. So as she uh, goes to text, do I have to charm the pants off an officer? Because I will. Cuta, fine. I'm gonna get out of the car and go over to, I'm assuming, the rent a cop that is nearby. So is the window rolled up of the car? The, yeah, it's the... rolled up because he's too engrossed, uh, too engrossed in um, his uh, his yesterday's sports section. Okay, I'm gonna pull down my top a little so I should show a little bit more cleavage and knock on the window. Eh. And he rolls down his window. Hey, uh, what are you uh doing here? Hi, um, I'm supposed to be looking for security. We're the new assistants. Oh, okay, yeah. The, uh, what is it? Uh, it's, uh, what, two dames, a, uh, older gent, and, uh, uh, the, the guy with the emotional support wolf, yeah. Yes, that's exactly it, yes. All right, awesome, awesome. Uh, so... And he reaches into his uh, his little security coat and pulls out key card. Because right now I only got the one to give, but uh, because I didn't expect you all at one shot. But this will get you in through the employee entrance. Uh, just take the take the stairs down to the second sub basement uh, for restorations. You guys should be good because that's what you're there for is all those restorations of those amazing works of art. So. Uh, yeah, that's what they told me. Here's your card, and uh, 
I mean, you might want to cover up. It's a little chilly out here tonight. It, it is. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I'm just going to grab the key card and walk off. <laughs> he rolls up his window and goes back to his yesterday's sports section. So now with the key card to uh, to enter uh, one of the to enter the employee entrance, they proceed to do so, traveling down the stairs uh, to restorations, uh, where it's actually been set up like a living quarters. Oh man, I was hoping I'd be able to do some painting. We are going to need to bring our to-go box in from the, from the boot of the car. You okay, to get them this time. Are you going to be able to carry them all by yourself? Probably. Excellent. So are you just going to go and do that or are we going to have somebody yeah. run distraction on the security guard? So I, I can come run distraction <laughs> because he totally noticed the cleavage before. I mean, maybe we should send Percy to distract. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Percy, Who knows? Honey go. Who knows? So, uh, uh, Percy, do you want to be our distraction since uh, I did fuck all? Sure, I'll try. Oh, don't forget the key card and don't lose it. I think you guys need that more. I mean, you need to be let back in, so. I mean, if someone holds the door open for me. Oh, I suppose we could open the door for you. Anyways, best of luck. Percy will go over to the security officer's truck and knock on the window. What's going on, and pal? Bronx oh. So, how's the sports section going? Eh, it's it's all yesterday's sports. Got to wait yeah. another hour for the uh, new paper. That's fair, but I mean, any anything new with the teams that you're watching? Anything like that? Well, I just, I mean, I kind of wish that some of these teams had better mascots. You know, back in my youth, I was a, uh, I was a college, I was a mascot and uh, did really good. Of course, uh, then I blew up both my ACL and MCL and uh, couldn't don the costume anymore. But, uh, you know, guys like Gritty give me hope. Yeah. They do. They do. Resurgence of the mascots. Maybe if I had children, my kids would grow up to be mascots as well. That... I mean, maybe. Instill it in them early enough, they might yeah, you know, but... enjoy that. Yeah, but... Uh... My my days of uh, being able to have a 
kids of my own ain't, ain't long past, long past. He took the uh, job way too seriously, and he just, just a security guy. It's what, I'm not even like a real cop. I'm just, I mean, I here to got a fucking museum that nobody wants to go to. At least at night. I mean, during the day, yeah, it's kind of hopping, mean, but here at night, I mean, it's pretty much just the restoration crew. Yeah. Occasionally some teenagers trying to spray paint the side of the building, saying it's modern art. They only knew. Yeah, if only. <laughs> and those damn skateboard punks. <sighs> I enjoy yelling at them. Or chasing them down with the car. It's fun. See how fast <laughs> they can run. One of these days, though, they're going to stop short and I'm going to hit one and gonna be all over for me well let's hope that doesn't happen because you're an enjoyable fellow eh i'm a miserable old prick who's stuck in this job one reason why i'm still here is because i got a pension two more years till retirement two more years well congratulations on that hopefully you enjoy the uh easy life afterwards eh I'll be like my father and his father before him even though we uh, hit retirement age we uh, continue to work work ourselves into the grave is that how it is for most people nowadays though more so in the security field I know how that is. I'm uh, I'm in the technology field myself. Mm. I've been for a good while. Makes sense. All those technological things help with the restorations, apparently. Yeah, uh, it 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 lets us scan and you know double check brush strokes and stuff like that on the uh, art pieces. And date the stuff and all the other stuff. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I kind of know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You seem quite knowledgeable. Eh. If I was more knowledgeable, I would have had a better job. Would have been a head security guard at a stadium or something. But no, no. <sighs> I mean, it can't be all bad. At least you get to sit here and enjoy the, the papers and stuff like that, you know? You know how it's, boring it's it gets? Easy. Letting the, oh, radio, I'm sure. letting the radio stations play in those those horrible mashups from hell of of classic songs. With oh warm... God, yeah, listen to those on the way in. Oh, oh it was awful. I'd much rather listen to "Take on Me" on a kazoo. Any of that shit. But yeah, it's, uh, anyway, swing by tomorrow night. I should have uh, the key cards for the rest of you. There's what, five, four, four or five of you? Yeah, there's, there's, there's four of us. Four yeah. of you? So you need three more cards? All right. Yeah. All right. That'll be a big help. 
yeah, it'll, it'll make it a little bit easier for you guys to get in and out and, and, you know, so you can take your breaks and, you know, grab some food or, or whatever, because you can't really be eaten in the, uh, yeah, in no, restoration. Don't, don't, want, don't want the, uh, oils and stuff like that around the, uh, exactly. Ex yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's been nice. Most, most of the, the people that work here just kind of either try to get something from me or uh or just completely ignore me so i appreciate this yeah not a problem i mean it, it's it's nice seeing somebody else you know that is uh a bit older these hey. uh young young ones out here i mean it it, it gets pretty unpleasant being around people that much younger than me but you're like what 30 35 tops you'd be surprised at how old i actually am <sighs> i look young looks like you found the fountain of fucking youth <laughs> something like that yeah just good genes just good genes I wish we all could be that lucky. I do too. Well, it's it's been nice chatting with you, and uh, hey, keep up the good work. Eh. Just try not to hit anybody with the with the truck. Eh, if I do, half these cameras around the building don't work anyway, so there'll be no witnesses. <laughs> I'm kidding. There's be tons of witnesses. <laughs> I would be so fired. Yeah. All right, bud. Have a good rest of your night. You as well. Will do. Rolls up his window. So while that conversation is going on, uh, Bron Bron went out and uh, to to get the guy in a uh, like a fireman carry type. deal mm -hmm. for weight distribution okay. so the distraction served well uh because the security officer was more focused on the conversation than um than anything going on uh you took the the to-go meal um, in safely. All right, where do you want them? Dumped anywhere, really. His comfort doesn't really matter one bit to me. <laughs> Just gonna drop him on the floor, <laughs> I guess. His body thuds against the uh, against the tile, and he kind of groans in displeasure. Brilliant! That's perfect.
Alright, so. We'll come home for the next couple nights at least, I suppose. Well, it's certainly better than the woods, that's for certain. Bron just kind of gives a shrug. <laughs> so how is the uh, layout of uh, how it's been set up? Uh, so the windows uh, leading into the hallway are all blacked out. Uh, so nobody can see in, but you can see out. So it's kind of like that two-way thing. Uh, so it's a one-way mirror type deal? Sort of, yeah. Would um, that let in sunlight? No. Uh, you're in a no. sub-basement, okay. so... Gotcha, gotcha we're, gotcha. we're about 20 feet underground. Yes. I'm, I missed that part. I apologize. It's all right. So the only, uh, only way onto that floor is the elevator or the, uh, or the stairs you took. Uh, though the elevator does require a, uh, a key card to access the, uh, restorations. I also imagine that the uh, stairwell has a key card access. Mm -hmm. Which you have the key card for. Yeah. Uh, so, a lot of privacy for you guys. Um, bedding situations. Uh, there are four cots. Single pillow on each. Nothing lavish. Just something to get you through. Bronze probably going to take, like, put, um, lay claim on the one closest to the door. Because even though it's technically secure, we don't know who else has key cards, so. Bethany is going to take the cop that's most, like, equal between the other two. Leaving one closer to Braun and one basically furthest away from the door. I'm imagining this more as a square setup where there are yes. two on one wall, two on the other. Mm-hmm. Well, still, Bron is taking one that is closer to the the entry points, or at least one of the entry points. Also, Bethany, do try and keep your snack in check. Well, I can't do anything about during the daytime, but at nights, oh, certainly. I suppose during the daytimes. Looks over at, uh, you know, uh, doing, you know, that'll be his job, hmm?
I'm just gonna collapse on an unclaimed cot. Uh, sorry, I was I was looking something up. Uh, Darren, you are caught. Uh, points at uh the snack, I guess the guy. Um, and for for the reference, Warchad is uh, the Welsh word for guard. So as the sun begins to rise on Jackson and our coterie, this episode of Nashville by Night concludes... We should be back in two weeks with another episode. Stay tuned on social media, twitter.com slash precipicepodnet. Uh, Join the Discord to see what's going on in between episodes. Follow the wonderful Coterie. You can follow Braun, played by Dorky Ray, at uh, twitter.com slash dorky underscore ray. You can follow uh, Percival Ward, It's Anubis, on uh, twitter.com slash It's Anubis. Is there an underscore in there? Curious. There is. It's it's, it's underscore, underscore. It's Anubis. Anubis. Yeah. Yeah. There there is an underscore in between. It's an Anubis. Yes. Also, you know, I also have my uh, Twitch. Yes. Where I stream every now and then. Gotcha. Uh, we also have uh, Evelyn Bardo, Moriarty time. Follow her at twitter.com slash Moriarty underscore time. Last but not least, Bethany Manchester, our member of the Setite Ministry, Thurballin of Thurballin Gaming. Follow on twitter.com slash Thurballin. Yeah. And keep up with, all, with the coterie there. For the coterie, it's Todd like to thank you all for for tuning in and having um, a great night i will bid you all adieu and we will see you again in two weeks sleep easy kindred mosta good night